When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. Another pod from yours truly here, Matt Williamson. And we're going to take a little bit different spin on this one. I'll be honest, just got back from practice. Practice was slow today. It was kind of uh, in-season, prepare for the opponent, glorified walkthrough. So there's not a lot of news. And I thought this was a great opportunity to talk about the draft. (laughs) I know it's so far away. And... I do my best this time of year to be up in advance to next year's draft class. And then usually when the NFL season rolls around, I lose touch and then jump back in in a big way when the season's over. But a friend of mine, Todd McShay, who I worked with at ESPN for 10 years and used to go to Senior Bowl with him and help him write some of these articles, came out with his, you know, his, his, his big board and way too early big board. And... I think it's never too early to at least be aware of these players, you know, and again, very subject to change. You know, we're sitting here in the middle of August and this is a great quarterback draft. This is a bad X draft. Those things are all going to change. All this stuff's going to change. But the college season is also upon us. And I know a lot of you will watch games on Saturday at the college level. And I want you to be aware of a couple of the top guys at positions. And we're going to start with the offensive line. Um, if I had to put a chip down right now, my bet is the Steelers' first-round pick, which could be anywhere, in my opinion, from eight to twenty-two, something like that. I don't, I can't imagine them being a Super Bowl-type contender deep into the playoffs type of team. But I absolutely don't think they're going to have an early, early pick either. I don't think we're going to be talking about the best player in the draft, you know, that type of situation. There's a lot of teams in this league that are pretty used to that, and the Steelers aren't one of them. So I wanted to touch on some names for you to know at the college level this year that could be future Steelers or, you know, just to be aware of. And um, the first tackle Todd has on his board is Paris Johnson from Ohio State, but he's not till 14th overall. So, again, very subject to change. Tackles can get pushed up draft boards almost as much as quarterbacks. There's a huge shortage so my hunch is a tackle, I don't know if it's Paris Johnson or not, will go somewhere before the 14th pick overall. Just go look at drafthistory.com. They always do. But it also doesn't look like there's a Penny Sewell, let alone a Lando Pace in this draft. But Johnson could be that guy. You know, he is a 
massive recruit. I mean, this guy is very, very talented. And if he goes to basically any other school in the country besides you know, five to ten of them, he would have been a tackle since day one and we would know a lot more about him. But he was a 13-game starter at guard and is now moving to left tackle because Ohio State had NFL tackles. So all sorts of upside. He just needs to prove, you know, one year of school that he is an NFL prospect at tackle, which I fully expect him to. Um, he has a lot of mobility, flexibility, punch, power, body type, length, all those things. So Paris Johnson from Ohio State is somebody you absolutely need to know. And I'm sure living in the Pittsburgh area, as mo many of you are, you'll be able to see plenty of Ohio State games. Uh, stick it in the Big Ten. Todd's second ranked offensive lineman of any sort is Peter Skoronsky. I hope I'm pronouncing his name properly. Northwestern. This is kind of an easy evaluation because you don't want to scout the helmet, as us old scouts like to say, but there's going to be obvious Rashawn Slater comparisons at Northwestern. Why? Well, because he's not six, six and a half, you know, like the Ohio State kid, which is probably why he ended up at Northwestern and not Michigan or Ohio State. He's only six, four, and we'll see where how tall he is on his combine to get those official. He's under 300 pounds. Todd has him listed him here at 294. But he's a really, really good football player, much like Slater. You know, extremely technically sound, um, great angles, you know, smart, as you would imagine. I don't know who Northwestern's O-line coach is, but he's doing something right. So, and again, this is August 18th, 17th, whatever it is. I hate to say, oh, this guy's a plug-and-play starter, safe pick. But the Northwestern dude sure seems that way to me. Um, so that would be great. You know, um, do the Steelers need a, a tackle more than other into other line positions? Who's to say, you know, I mean, go, go look at my article. I mean, I thought the tackles played reasonably well, but that's one preseason game against Seattle. Let's not get crazy here. Um, the next O lineman on Todd's list is 29th overall. He's a center for Minnesota, John Michael Smith and Schmitz. I'm sorry, John Michael Smith, Smith's. And this guy is a big center. He's 6'4", 320. And I don't know if the Steelers will use a first-round pick on a center, and they won't if there's not a special center prospect. But I could absolutely see them saying, we're going to use a top 50 pick on a center and forget this madness. Let's lock this down and, and have a long-time starter here. The tradition at center is unbelievable. Um, he is a very powerful, mauling, Minnesota, Midwest, handle the cold type of guy. Uh, very good in the zone blocking game as well. I think he would fit in extremely well from an attitude and skill set standpoint for the Steelers. And I absolutely could see them, you know, looking to center early in this draft or even going and spending a good buck on the top center in free agency, which might be the dude with the Saints. We'll get the, some free agency stuff down the road, too, with our conversations. But just something to, to, to mention. Um, another center is next on the list, 38th overall from Georgia, Cedric Van Pran. Another big guy. Um, he's 
Only a 15-game starter at this point, but that doesn't bother me like the Ohio State kid or Georgia. It's hard to get on the field at those schools, you know, but he is a big dude. Um, he has a lot of power, flexibility. Um, you know, he, he still has some work to do with his hands and, you know, some of the technical aspects, but this will be a big season for them. Moves well, power player. So I, I think Van Pran is somebody that Steeler fans should get to know. So as of right now, those are the top guys at the O-line positions. Just some names to know. They'll be on TV a lot. I just wanted to make you familiar with them. Maybe there's a chance one of them is the Steelers' first-round pick next year. Um, I'll come back here in a minute, and let's buzz through the corner position. I mean, I could see inside linebacker being a pick, but let's talk corners here in a minute. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I took corner over inside linebacker or I don't know, what other position could be the first overall pick. Maybe an edge, you know, if Highsmith just is okay this year, you know, adding another edge pass rusher might be not a terrible idea. But I went with corner and my thought process there, and edge would apply to this too, more so than inside linebacker, is Omar Khan is now in charge of the team. He's a cap guy. My hunch, and this might go against what I just said about center, is you probably will see Omar, and it's just a hunch by me, lean towards positions that cost a lot of money. Corners, tackles, things that are really expensive to get average starters on the open market. But a lot of corners aren't sure thing home run hits either in the early in their career. And this team has had a lot of success living with sort of cutting corner at corner. I love saying that. Um, anyway, but I just want to make you aware of a couple of these corners as well. You know, just a quick overview who to watch. Another Georgia dude, shocker, defensive player from Georgia, Kaylee Ringo. Um, if Steelers took him, I would have a tremendously fun time have, doing tombstone jokes about Johnny Ringo. But this dude's very, very talented. 6'2", 205. Todd has him as his 12th overall player. Um, good ball skills, elite length, really good mover, long speed. I'm sure his 40 time will be exceptional. Um, the, the one number he has here is Ringo only allowed 37% of his opponent's completions while in coverage, which was one of the best in the nation last year. Of course, these guys benefit from having an unbelievable supporting cast at Georgia. So we'll see. And I also think, as is the case with tackle, the chances of the first corner going off the board at 12th overall is unlikely. I bet one goes before that, whether it's Ringo or someone else. 
Um, maybe that someone else is Cam Smith from South Carolina. 6'1", but long and lean. He's a little under 190 pounds. Um, vertical type guy. Go up and get it. Great hands. True ball hawk. Uh, really seems to be on the rise. He's uh, Todd's 18th overall player. Um, it would be a very nice addition. Aggressive. Plays the run. Um, he will tackle, ball hawk, you know, takes a ball away, gets his hands on the football. So the South Carolina kid, Cam Smith, to me, is really intriguing. Um, the next corner, now I have a feeling some of you are going to really be pushing for this guy. I'm sure there's a Penn State fan or two listening, and I bet there's a Joey Porter fan or two listening. Well, I'm talking about Todd's 23rd ranked overall player, Joey Porter Jr. at Penn State cornerback. And he's kind of like you'd think he is. He's big. He's 6'2". He's nasty like dad. He's tough. He's physical. He's exactly what you would think. You know, he has good tackle and in ball you know, numbers. Uh, productive, really coming into his own. Steelers are going to know everything in the world about this guy. You know, he's a 23rd ranked prospect. If the Steelers are picking, maybe they sneak in the playoffs this year and Joey Porter Jr. is their first round pick. Would anyone be shocked knowing how this team builds with familiar faces? I'm sure we're going to have a lot of Joey Porter Jr. talk going forward. So he's ranked pretty highly. So he's certainly somebody you guys need to know if you don't already. This is a player I didn't know a ton about. Um, Todd, I think, has him ranked a little higher than anywhere else I've seen him to this point. But of course, it's extremely early in this whole draft process and kind of shocks me I'm even bringing it up. But Tyreek Stevenson, corner from the U, Miami. Uh, 28th ranked player on Todd's board. Not only is he 6'1", which is great size, he's 214 pounds. I mean, that's a big, big corner. Um, not a great tackler, though, but he has uh, really good movement skills for such a big guy. Todd describes him as scheme versatile in terms of zone versus man. I think that's something the Steelers look for a lot. He has a big frame, good length. Um, so he's somebody that is very much on the rise in the scouting community from what I've gathered too. And again, not all these names are household names yet. I'm still learning as you guys are, but just wanted to get familiar with them uh, as, as we kind of learn together on some of these guys too. And here's my last one. This guy's just too much fun not to talk about. North Carolina, 43rd ranked player overall, Storm Duck. I mean, the name, come on, is just Awesome. He's listed at 6'5", 205 pounds, which is lean for a corner if he's 6'5". Is he really 6'5"? I can't wait to see his combine next April. There's a lot of good things that will happen between now and then, though. Is this dude really 6'5", and can he really flip his hips and be agile enough at 6'5 to play corner in the NFL? Or is he just a... Old school Pete Carroll, Seattle, Sherman-like corner, which isn't so bad either. But Todd describes him as a press corner, power player, 
Obviously, he has rare length to get his arms on guys at the line of scrimmage, but he also can play off and attack downhill, much like a Sherman-type guy. Um, really good ball skills, obviously really hard to throw over him. Um, he had has not taken the ball away, though. That, that worries me a little bit, and he can get a little physical, which is a problem for a lot of these corners, is they can get away with more physicality than you at the college level than at the NFL level. But Storm Duck, I mean, how do you not talk about Storm Duck, who's 6'5 corner? Um, he'll be somebody I'm absolutely watching quite a bit this year. See how that goes. So there's just some some names, and I'm going to remind me if I get away with it, get away from it during the season. But once in a while, I just want to throw out some some draft guys, you know, just some names for all of us to know. So in bowl season or whatever comes around, you're sitting there and your lazy boy in North Carolina's on. Ah, should I watch this game or not? I want to watch Storm Duck, so I'm going to watch. And there you go. All right, everyone, uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I think I'm going to talk about just things to watch for when the Steelers go to Jacksonville this week. I'm really looking forward to that game. So we'll talk then. Um.